Hello, my name is Melissa Clavijo. This is WBCA Presents, and this song is called Tiempo. Welcome to WBCA Presents. I am your host, Dakota Kennedy, and the song that you just heard was Tiempo by Melissa Clavijo. Melissa is actually in the studio with us today, and before we bring her on, I'd like to introduce her. Melissa is an Ecuadorian singer and songwriter. She started her career in 2019 with her single, Farolito, and continued putting out pop folk music. This year, she'll release her first EP. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Dakota. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, we're so happy to have you. Um, so reading your bio, uh, 
It is so cool to learn that you're from Ecuador. Can you tell me what brought you up to Boston? Well, I'm here in Boston because I'm a nerd, so I'm fulfilling my professional career in journalism, um, but I'm also working on my um, musical career as well. <laughs> That's amazing. How do you combine the two worlds? Well, um, I do believe that storytelling is in everything that I do. So as th the same way that I love telling stories through my job, like my official job, like during the day, I am like, I'm, I'm like Batman. I like to say that. I like during the day, I'm a journalist and during night, I'm a singer. Um, but that's, that's the main goal that I have with my life and with my talent, like in, in any area that I work on. It's like storytelling, just share stories. That's so cool. So can you maybe tell me a little bit about your writing process? Like even, for example, the song Tiempo, what's that song about? So this is a very funny story. Um, you know, when you're when you go after like after a breakup, you talk to your friends about the same story over and over again. And most of the people will tell you, you just need to give it time and time will heal you and you'll be fine. And then one day I was so frustrated because I was like, a lot of time has passed by. I wish that I could see time as a person right here, right now and tell him like, please just heal me right away. <laughs> so that's what that's what the song is about. And what I love uh, about that song is that usually uh, most of my my writing is very dramatic and um, and slow, like ballads and kind of, that kind of um, genre. But then tiempo, it's like more upbeat, but still dramatic. So um, I don't know. It's very funny just to like dramatize it whenever I do a show. Um, but yeah, that's what that song's about. Um, and that's usually how my songwriting proce process starts. I sit down with an idea and then I try to develop um, the music and how I wanted to um, show it to the world or how do I want it to, to make it to make it something tangible. I know it's a song, but then I can go back to it and and think about how that made me feel. And and then it's fun. It, like, you know, when something sad turns into something fun and happy. I love that. I mean, so I don't speak Spanish despite my parents' tries for years and years and years <laughs> to get me to learn it. Unfortunately, it just did not stick after high school. You know, you use it, you either use it or you lose it. Um, but even when I was listening to Tiempo, I could feel like kind of like the lightness and like a bit of the bounce yeah. to it that I thought was really fun. Um, but for those of us who d can't quite understand the words, how do you make sure that your emotions come through in the song? Or maybe what are you thinking about? Like, what are you thinking about when you're writing a song in Spanish that you're hoping to translate to an English-speaking audience? Well, um, that's an amazing question because on my first show here in Boston, I was very worried about that. I was like, oh, my God, I hope people, like, understand or maybe feel, like, relate to the songs. And before each song, I used to, like, explain what they meant. Um, but I figured that um, a good way to know that people get the message was to put a lot of, like, a lot of my um, performance in it in a way that I could be like putting like I could like put faces and and make like dramatic stops and people will laugh about it that then people will laugh but then they will be like I know that they would know what what I'm talking about and yeah and also I don't know music it's something that can get to your heart without um, you understanding what it says sometimes sometimes a melody melody speaks more than words. So I think that's what I'm aiming for. 
I mean, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, as someone who was standing in the studio and listening to you play some of your songs, even while you were just warming up, I mean, I was getting like goosebumps, you know, even though I couldn't understand the words. Um, And I know like, and this is a bit of an aside, but I happen to know that we both love um, Rebelde. Yeah. Um, So I just wanted to, you know, give another example. Like, I mean, the song Salvame, I have not known what that song is singing about for, you know, 10, 15 years, I had no idea. But whenever I would hear that song, Salvame, I always like felt like I knew the emotion. Exactly. And I would yes. just make it, like I would just make up a story in my head. And it was, sometimes it was a little bit more fun when I don't understand the words because then you're kind of able to take that song that you don't understand the words and make it what you need yes. it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Even when you know what the song's about, like the whole point is to make it about you. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, music is to make it about you, and and that's the main goal. And Salvame lets like an like a Latin American anthem, like everyone that everyone there, in, like everyone knows the song, and everyone's like it's such a dramatic song, and it's lovely that it can um, project that feeling, even though like you don't know the words of it. But yeah, that's a good recommendation for everyone who's listening. Yeah. Go ahead. yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, going back to this idea, I mean, I think that it sounds like you're really intentional with your songs and. Um, focusing this idea of storytelling in your songs. So I know that with Tiempo, you described like creating a plot for that song. Do you always create plots to your songs like that? Yeah, usually what I do um, is that usually songs start with, um, with um, I don't know, with the scenery of the main character feeling... Um, Anything, for example, in Tiempo, the main character is feeling um, desperation, like uh, it's impatient. And the main character in this case is me. Like I want to take it all out and I just want to have this person or like this, um, I don't know, this shape, which would be time and tell him like, hey, I need you to help me. Um, and then by the end of the song, you can, that, my, my goal is to, to show that, um, uh, for example, on the second part of the song, it says like, "I know that I will get through this, but I just want it to be faster." So it shows that the main char- it shows that it shows that the main character wants to. It's getting over it a little bit by the end of the song. It's like, okay, I'm finally understanding that it takes time. So yeah, uh, but I don't usually do that for all the songs. Sometimes it's just um, an exercise of me sitting down and just uh, putting all putting it all out, like throwing all the words and they don't always have a meaning because you don't always have to have a lesson by the end of a song. That's the thing that I I had to learn. (laughs) But yeah, that's my process. So different artists tend to kind of capitalize on one type of song, like, you know, like whether it's like sad songs or happy songs or songs that are rooted in maybe one feeling, like, you know, if feelings are a spectrum, right? (laughs) Some artists tend to lean more towards kind of like the sad girl pop versus the upbeat girl music. Yeah. What emotions do you try to ground your music in? Or like what's an emotion that you feel yourself coming back to to work out through perhaps your songs? Well, as you could like hear, I'm very dramatic. So, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm in that moment in my life. I'm in my 20s, so... Right now, a lot of things are about love and what I'm learning from it. And it's crazy because most of my songs, I wrote them when I was like eight, 
18, 19, and the teens are a whole different world. <laughs> and I could definitely see um, the change um, in how I perceive love. And I love writing about love. And for a long time, I was like this type of, um, you know, when you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to write about love. I want to write about, I don't know. Um, capitalism and socialism. And I wanna... Everyone writes about love. Everyone writes about love. Of course, because love moves the world. Like, it's, it's common. That's why we have so much music about it. And that's yeah. why people feel so moved. Like, for example, Love of My Life by Queen. Everyone be singing that song on, t- like with all of their, on the top of their lungs. And it's because love move, moves everyone. Um, so yeah, right now that's like the main feeling in my life. I'm starting to, um, explore other feelings like desperation about being an adult or, um, being stressed about life and life decisions. And maybe that'll be, maybe in my next chapter, my next album, um, that'll be the main feeling, but right now it's love. (laughs) Wonderful. Um, so I think that this is actually a really good segue into your next song, which is called Farolito. And I was reading in your bio that this was your first single. Yes, this is my first single. Yeah. So is there anything you want to tell us before we play that song? Well, um, sit down, um, buckle up and just be ready to feel all the feels. (laughs) Great. This next track is Farolito by Melissa Clavijo. Farolito de ojos blandos y rápido caminar Iluminaste mi parada y cada rincón de la ciudad Con tu humor extraño y tu rara manera de cuidar Como me dices que me amas sin tener que hablar Chiquitito de toda mi alma. Uh, sé que te veré triunfar y aunque sea la distancia te voy a celebrar. Farolito de ojos blandos y rápido caminar. De mi parada y cada rincón de la ciudad Con tu humor extraño y tu rara manera de cuidar Como me dices que me amas sin tener que
And now we're back. You are listening to WBCA Presents on 102.9 FM Boston. And the song you just heard was Feralito by Melissa Clavijo, who we are actually joined with in the studio today. Melissa, before we played that last track, you were talking about how most of your music was started when you were in your teens. I was wondering if you could tell younger Melissa anything about being an artist, what you might want to tell her. It's rough. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you, kid. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to. Yeah. Being an independent artist, uh, it's rough. It's a rough um, career, uh, but it's amazing. It's amazing where your music can take you and the people that you can meet through this career and this art. Um, I started my career in Ecuador, which is a small, small industry. So um, coming here was crazy. Like a lot of, I had a lot of insecurities, a lot of fear, like, oh my God, like this is the U.S. This is a huge industry. Um, But I've came here and I've met amazing people who can, who open their doors. And they seem like, sometimes you can feel small, small, small. Um, even in Ecuador, which is a small, small country, beautiful, but small country, um, you can feel sometimes smaller or insecure, but you have to keep going because, like, you cannot escape your music. You can, it's like, it's a blessing and a curse. You cannot stop. Like, you have your talent there. You're going to, like, even though, like, if tomorrow something happens and I cannot record or show my music, I know that I'll still go to my guitar and translate all my feelings into songs so it's just there with me all the time so please um i i i actually joke about this a lot i'm like yeah this is a problem for future melissa like future melissa will figure it out i have a lot of qualms with past dakota yeah so so past (laughs) melissa keep going like don't lose (laughs) don't lose inspiration Um, so you just said something about how, you know, like you can't run like from, from your music. So when do you think, and maybe if you could describe the time when you realized that like music was something that was inside you that you needed to pursue? So I started singing when I was very little, like nine years old, because I started watching this, um, telenovela called Floricienta. Uh, which is like a for like a Argentinian version of Cinderella. Um, Cinderella in Spanish is Cenicienta, and then they turn into Floricienta, like a like a word game with the with flower and Cinderella. And I just fell in love with all the songs, and I remember just singing and like blasting the speakers in my room, and my brother being like, "Shut up, please! Like you don't know how to sing! Like please stop!" Um, but I was obsessed and I kept like singing, singing, singing. And I know now that I had a terrible voice in that moment because I didn't know how to like hear myself. I know it for a fact. And then after that, I, my family went to church. We we like, we, we used to go to church and that's how I started practicing. But then everything changed the moment, um, one day when I was, um, in high school, People knew that I could sing. Like, I, I used to sing in whatever in shows. Like, I would do covers. Like, at, you know, like, we have the shows at school. But then, a prof- like, my language teacher, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Karchi. Like, you changed my life. Because she asked me and another friend to write a song for, a, like, a language composition or something. And, like, a grammar composition. And we created a song. And I discovered that I could do that. 
So I one day after that, after that experience with his friend, I just started creating, creating songs by myself with melody and words without an instrument. And that's that's how everything started. That, that's when I knew like, wow, like I can I can actually um, create something out of nowhere. And I have a lot to say and I have a lot to share. So that's how music entered into my world. So, like, that's how uh, songwriting entered into my word, world. So I do. So, yeah, you talked a lot about your singing process, but I also don't want to underscore the fact that you also play instruments and you write your own melodies and you write every aspect of your music. Right. Yes. Well, I I am a decent guitar player, like decent. Uh, okay, uh, but okay. you know what? Yeah, I'm not being like, oh, I don't know how to play guitar. No, no, no. Legit. I, <laughs> I know how to play guitar um, to create my own songs, but then I will rely on one, my be- one of my best friends. His name is Emilio. Um, I will like I would send him my songs and he'll be like, OK, what what are the chords can can I put here to make it sound better? That was my process for a long time. But then but then now I I'm learning more songs and that's how like I learn about more chords. And I'm like, hmm, this sounds good. This, no, I can try this. So that's, that's the process. And to clarify for our audience out there, Emilio is not here. So no, Emilio everything is not that you here. have heard, yeah. <laughs> everything that you have heard musically anyway, has been all Melissa. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, today, today you just heard me playing the guitar. Um, but yeah, back in Ecuador, I had a whole band and my producer, Hugo. Um, but it was, yeah, that was the process before. But now I'm here playing by myself. I have to be, the, the, I have to be like a grown woman and, <laughs> and play by myself. Do you want to go back to having a full band? Well, yeah, it would be amazing because that's the way that you portray your music. How it like, you know, when people hear it on an album and then they can hear it live with all the instruments. That's a whole experience. Um, maybe when you play, when, when an artist plays, um, with guitar and their voice, um, usually it's more um, like an intimate situation. But there's some times where you just want to like show show it all. You know, what perhaps unexpected instrument would you like to have in your band? Like, would unexpected. you have like a yeah? Like, would you like have a violin? Uh, oh, for or a cello or a keyboard or yes. you know, yes, a yes. guitar, a tambourine. I don't know. Um, one of my late uh, my. Um, latest releases was uh, it's a song called "Te Solte," and I that's a featuring with an other art with an with an artist called Carmen, and she plays um, el acordeón, and it it sounds amazing. It sounds it sounds beautifully, and when she yeah when she brought it up to the studio, I was like I'm so happy. Like this is the, this is why I invited you to this song. <laughs> and for the Spanish speakers out there, is my translation of a. Co- did I hear you say accordion? Yeah, accordion. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> awesome. That's so cool. Well, yeah, another like kind of fun question that I have for you is like if you could go on tour and open for any band or musical artist, who would it be and why? Uh, right now, I, well, right now I know this artist called Ile. She's um she's Cuban and she's playing at the South by Southwest West Festival. I would love to play for her because she like she's amazing and yeah and also I love Taylor Swift. I know that's like a random 
artist, but I love her. <laughs> if one day I have the chance to just sit with her and like show her my songs and have some critique, I'll be like, thanks, Taylor. Like, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Melissa, I happen to know that you had a pretty exciting musical experience in the last couple of months at Fenway. Do you want to describe that at all for our oh, audience? Of course. <laughs> of course. So uh, as, as a member of the Latinx community, uh, I went to to see Bad Bunny and it was amazing. If I could like just see him, not even, you know, a friend asked me like, hey, like if you see Bad Bunny, like what would you do? I'll be like, I'll just sit down with him and like invite him a beer and just talk. I would love to talk <laughs> with that man. Just yeah. sitting down and like have a one-on-one -on -one conversation about life and music and, and what does he want to do and how he, everything and how he produces everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so great. Yeah. I, I just, I still remember how excited you were. You were buzzing for I like was, days. Yeah. Maybe for weeks days. Afterwards. I yeah. Was, yeah. It was amazing. Oh my goodness. Well, speaking of amazing, you've been amazing. <laughs> and we are actually about to introduce your third and final song of our episode today. So this next song is called Dolerme, and I'm hoping that you could tell us a little bit more about it. Well, this is the first song that I write in Spanish and in English. So mm. I hope you all enjoyed it because it was a it was a different process um, in this in the writing of it. So I hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much, Melissa. This has been WBCA presents on WBCA 102.9 FM Boston. I've been your host, Dakota Kennedy. And we've been joined in the studio by Melissa Clavijo. Do you want to say bye, Melissa? Bye-bye. <laughs> hope you enjoy my music. You can find me in all social media platforms um, on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, as Melissa Clavijo, C-L-A-V-I-J-O. <laughs> Perfect. So this next song is Dolerme by Melissa Clavijo. Tienes toda la cara de que vas a Si verás, soy conocida por dar de más en el amor Ya lo sé, el cuento es viejo y tenemos experiencia Veo el futuro, te lo advierto, porque me quiero preparar Tienes toda la cara de que vas a
myself. 